Welcome to the Generation Voids podcast, The Retail Warzone. So there was a report that came out on May 17th, uh, working a 55 hour week increases risk of death. And that comes from the United Nations. Um, this is from Yahoo news working more than 55 hours a week increases the risk of death from heart disease and strokes. According to a United Nations study out Monday, the report by the UN's World Health Organization and International Labor Organization agencies comes as the COVID-19 pandemic accelerates workplace changes that could increase the tendency to work longer hours, um, you know, like not having any staff. Uh, some other brief points here. Working 55 hours or more per week is a serious health hazard, said Maria Nira, director of Who's Environment, Climate Change, and Health Department. It's time that we all, governments, employers, and employees, wake up to the fact that long working hours can lead to premature death. The study concluded that working 55 hours or more per week was associated with an estimated 35% increase in the risk of suffering a stroke and a 17% rise in the risk of dying from ischemic heart disease compared to working 35 to 40 hours. Higher amongst men, the WHO and the ILO estimated that in 2016, 398,000 people died from a stroke and 347,000 from heart disease after working at least 55 hours per week. Between 2000 and 2016, the number of deaths due to heart disease linked to long working hours increased by 42%, while the figure for strokes went up by 19. Most of the recorded deaths were among people aged 60 to 79 who worked 55 hours or more per week when they were between 45 and 74 years old. With working long hours now known to be responsible for about one-third of the total estimated work-related burden of disease, it is established as the risk factor with the largest occupational disease burden. No job is worth the risk of stroke or heart disease. Governments, employers, and workers need to work together to agree to limits to protect the health of workers. Wow. So, there's that. Yeah, that's... uh, Okay. But wait, there's more. Oh, there's more. There's always more. Working 55-plus hours a week kills 745,000 people a year. This is from Forbes. Uh, It's kind of a a byproduct of the last article, um, the last study. Uh, Working long hours is killing hundreds of thousands of people a year and could be getting worse due to the economic slowdown and increase in flexible working during COVID-19 pandemic. Key facts. 745,000 people died from stroke and heart disease in 2016 as a result of working more than 55 hours a week. Um, In most cases, the deaths were recorded years or even decades after people had worked long hours, with those working 55 or more hours a week being at an increased risk of dying from stroke, 35%, heart disease, 17%, when compared to those working 35 to 40-hour weeks. Um, The WHO said... 
Hours should be capped for worker safety, as long working hours appear to be the most significant occupational disease burden, accounting for a third of work-related disease. The big number, 55 hours or more. This is how many hours a week the WHO and the ILO consider to be dangerous, according to the study. 9% of the global population are currently working such dangerously long hours. Uh, and that's a 9% increase from 2000. What we don't know, working long hours can have health impacts beyond those measured in this study, heart disease and stroke. And the interplay between health and environment is so complex that other factors could account for some of these findings. Mental health and stress, for example, can profoundly affected by work you know if you work in retail and you work in management i posted a tweet after i read these that cue retail businesses to schedule people 60 hours a week to kill them off so they can hire cheaper help because they're not going to change anything seven days this (laughs) week with three open to close see right there but wait there's more Oh, there's even more. Uh, This is from mentalhealth.org UK and Forbes. What are the signs of an unhealthy work-life balance? A mental health foundation survey found one-third of respondents feel unhappy or very unhappy about the time they devote to work. More than 40% of employees are neglecting other aspects of their life because of work, which may increase their vulnerability to mental health problems. When working long hours, more than a quarter of employees feel depressed, 27%. One-third feel anxious, 34%, and more than half feel irritable, 58%. The more hours you spend at work, the more hours outside of work you are likely to spend thinking or worrying about it. Yep. As a person's weekly hours increase, so do their feelings of unhappiness. Many more women report unhappiness than men, 42% of women compared to 29% of men, which is probably a consequence of competing life roles and more pressure to juggle. Nearly two-thirds of employees have experienced a negative effect on their personal life, including lack of personal development, physical and mental health problems, and poor relationships and poor home life. Then from Forbes, pitting life and work against each other is bad for mental health. It's time for a new paradigm. Work life and mental health. A recent work health survey by Mental Health America finds plenty of spillover effects between stress and dissatisfaction on the job and overall mental health. More than half of respondents engage in unhealthy behavior, including substance abuse, to cope with workplace stress. Two thirds of people say their sleep is negatively affected by workplace issues. Over 75% of people report being afraid of, and this is, this is huge, of being punished for taking a day off to attend to their mental health. Overtime and excessive hours increase the likelihood of depression. The mental and physical health cost of workplace burnout runs as high as $190 billion a year. Steve, that's that out that stat of over 75 people uh, over 75% of people uh, and too afraid to take a day off for mental health reasons. I felt that. Oh, uh, we all have. We, 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 I felt that if, if we've worked in retail, you felt guilty to take time off when you needed it because the fuck today right there. She, she are punished. You're punished. Yes. You're punished. And, um, because if you don't do it or if you're not at work to take care of what you usually take care of twice as much of that is going to be waiting for you the next time you come. Exactly. Work. And, you know, retailers just turn <laughs> retailers just turn a blind out of this. So does the grocery business. I mean, you know, you're going to work what you work. 
Is there such a thing as mental health days in retail? No, but I, I guess it would be personal days. And and a lot of people feel if you're in management, you feel guilty about taking personal days. So or taking vacation or stuff like that. But and what you do what you do is you wanna call out for that reason. Right. Wake up and say your stomach was hurting. But wait. <laughs> oh. There's more. Uh oh. Beba, two summers ago, I was working 75, 80 hours a week just to make ends meet. You got to do what you got to do. It's correct. You do have to do what you got to do. But the people you work for need to do a little something in return to help their people out. Because enough's a fuck enough. It's out of hand. And it's been out of hand for a long time. Yep. So, next. So, let's take a look here at typical work requirements to be full-time in, like, retail and grocery. And this is just kind of skimming the top. So let's just figure you're, you're making shitty wages for one thing. But number one, you have to have open availability. Number two, weekends are required. Number three, holidays are required. Number four, a.m. or p.m. shifts are required. Five, you do not get a set schedule. You also do not get set days off. And six is 30 to 40 hours per week. And that varies because what companies do is, oh, we're going to hire you full time and we're going to work you 40 hours. And then all of a sudden payroll is going to go through the floor and they're going to be like, oh, well, 30 hours is considered full time. So we're going we're, we're to cut your hours. And so you're taking money out of people's pockets. But that's pretty much the industry standard. All right. And, um, you know, and I agree. And, and like Bebop says, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You have to do that because you feel guilty not. You have to do that because you feel like you'll be punished if you don't. And that's not right. Management do not take days off here unless it's certified by a doctor. It's unheard of to take just a part. Exactly. Payroll based on sales. Exactly. Should put in blackout PTO time. Exactly. It's a problem. So Bebop. I want I want you to pay really close attention to about what I'm about to do and what I'm about to post up. And I want everybody to pay attention because these are going to be the most sobering numbers you have ever seen. Because I can guarantee you, many of you watching this have never looked at it this way. And it's going to sadden you. And it's going to make you go, holy shit. So just be warned. This is um this is not a pretty picture, but it's reality, and it's very very sad. Okay, I want everybody. To, oh boy, I want go. everybody to understand how much time you're giving away. So, our lives measured in time. All right. So, based on the United States, the average lifespan in America is 77 years of age. Here's where the numbers get scary. We all say 77 years. That's a pretty good clip. Do you realize that's only 674,520 hours? That's only 28,105 days. And that's only 4,015 weeks. So look at it that way for a minute. That last part sounds uh, short. Think about that. If you live to be 77 years old, you've got roughly 4,000 weeks on this planet. Think about that for a minute. It's frightening, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then the quote I have there, know the true value of time. Snatch, seize, and enjoy every moment of it. No idleness, no laziness, no procrastination. Never put off 
till tomorrow what you can do today. Scary, ain't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, wow. Wait, Bebo, it gets better. There's more. We all have to sleep sometime. So I'm going by just an average because I know several of us don't do this, but we're just going to go on the average. That's seven hours per night. So in your lifetime, if you live to be 77 years old and you sleep seven hours per night, that's 196,735 hours, 8,197 days, 1,171 weeks. Now think about this. You only got roughly 4,000 weeks walking the planet if you're lucky enough to make it 77. Well, if you sleep seven hours a night, well, do the math. Time flies over us, but leaves its shadow behind. Nathaniel Hawthorne. Something my father used to say, you literally sleep a quarter of your life away. Try to spend every day. Yep. So. Maximizing your time. Oh, but wait. Yet again, there's more. Now we're going to get to see the percentage of an average 40-hour work week. Yep. Yet we have to work to survive. The retirement age in America is 66 years. If you work full-time from 18 to 66, now, mind you, none of this takes into account school. All right? So you can go figure those hours out as you want. But let's say, like myself, I have worked full-time the entire time I've been in the workforce starting at 18. So if you work to retirement age, 40 hours a week, that's 99,840 hours, 4,160 days, 594 weeks. Work is hard. Distractions are plentiful and time is short. Adam Hochschild. So yeah, think about that. So we got those three. Those, those are pretty sobering and frightening numbers when you look at them. But then there's more math. And then that's where it gets really, really scary. So our lives at a glance, where did the time go? When factoring in work and sleep, here's your free time left over in your life on this planet. Hours, 377,952. Days, 15,748. Weeks, 2,250. Time is the coin of your life. It is the only coin you have. And only you can determine how it will be spent. Be careful, lest you let other people spend it for you. Carl Sandberg. Know your worth. You know, work-life balance is pretty much non-existent in retail. But those numbers should make it a priority for you. Think about that. Over half of your life in weeks after sleep and work is gone. To get treated like shit to get paid shitty wages and in a lot of aspects, not to get ahead ever at all. Yeah. Think about that. And when people start harping on, you know, 
wage, you know, increases and, and, and workers rights and whatnot. I guarantee you, none of them look at it like that. That's if you're lucky enough to live to 77. What if you have a heart mm -hmm. attack at 56, 57 years old? I mean, think about that guys do, do the math. I mean, those are hard numbers. I mean, that's just, that's just reality. And if you want to look at, you know, also look at being born and whatnot, at what point in time are you really a functioning person, you know, as you're, you know, a child growing up, when you start taking all the school and all, all these other variables, your free time is non-existent. So Biba, to go back to what you were saying, yeah, you do what you have to do, but you're cheating yourself for doing it. Why? Because money rules everything. I mean, can any of you grasp the fact that we're talking about being on the planet 4,000 weeks? Hell, look at from your teenage years to that. I mean, I didn't do the math for that. But think about being your own free person, you know, from 18 on, legal adult, where you get to do what you want to do. That's a whole lot less than 4,000 weeks, ain't it? <laughs> but we're all expected to just bend over and take it and get abused. And hello, hero. Welcome. Uh, honestly, I think a better work-life balance is more important than arguing about wages in a lot of ways. You're 100% correct. So when you when you start talk, you look at what Defuck today was saying about having to work seven days straight. There's some really clever things that employers do to work you to death. Let's say I worked for. Let's see, I can't imagine many people on their deathbed saying, "I'm so glad I worked 50 plus hours a week most of my life." Yeah. At that point, it's too late. You know. But we're forced to do it. It goes back to you can't take personal time because you feel guilty doing it. And then you've got companies like I worked for a company that their uh, weekly pay schedule, their work week was Wednesday to Tuesday. I know most places are like, you know, Sunday to Saturday. But they could get if they wanted to, they could get very clever. They could be like, OK, we're going to give you. Wednesday and Thursday off, but then they're going to work you Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. You're going to go into the next week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then they're like, oh, we're going to give you, you know, Monday and Tuesday off. So they've got their sneaky way of working you 10 days straight. Falls within the work week. Yep. You know, I've had to do that before. And it, it's. Bebop, I understand that, and and that's true, okay? But why should it always be somebody has to work themselves into the ground? I'm not talking about not working, all right? People have got to start holding employers accountable for their health, okay? This whole bullshit, you got to do what you got to do, you're right, because the system's fucked up and broken, because no one's holding these employers accountable, they just continue to get a pass and get away with it. And the the problem is, until there's that accountability, it's going to continue. And, you know, the, the retailers in our country, 
they're going to see this 55 hour a week bullshit and just laugh. They're going to continue to work people because look at it as a manager. You know, let's say you opened, but your closing manager called out. Well, you're expected to cover that because you're the manager. So you work a double and then maybe you have to be back yeah. to work at 5 a.m. the next day. You know, I've yep. worked for companies. You ain't getting that. Right. You ain't getting that person that called out to close to come in to cover you. Right. And Irish Connection makes a great point. I've, I've haven't met anyone that was lucid and productive after 50 hours or seven days in a row. That's true. But the companies don't care. All they care about, for instance, I've worked in some smaller volume stores and, you know, they want to preach safety to you. But let's say you've got four people that work in a building during the day and three of them call out. No retailer I've ever worked for says, okay, well, cool. We can't just have one person working there. Shut it down. No, you're going to work by yourself, get robbed blind, get abused because there's nobody else in the store to help. These corporations are not going to shut the door. Think about weather. Think about when it snows in areas and, and weather gets bad and you don't feel safe going to work and your employer gives you shit and tells you, well, you need to fucking be there. Yeah, you got to figure out a way. Right. Th- th- this is a problem and it continues to be a problem. And, you know, I mean, what gives? I mean, you're alive 4,000 weeks on this planet. To put up with that kind of bullshit, know your worth. And you know, yeah, you might have to do something ugly, you know, to to survive. I mean, maybe that's true. But the retail and grocery business is not healthy for anyone when they do not want to change a damn thing. And that's where all this kind of ties in with this 55-hour work week. Because Jesus, man, I don't know... I can't remember the last time I actually worked like in an actual retailer, retailer worked 40 hours a week. It it just didn't happen. Didn't happen. And they're right. The more hours you work, when you come home, you're not resting and you're not spending time with your family. You're not chill because you're still worrying about the place you came from. And, you know, we've got a serious problem with allowing because we need to to survive allowing these companies continue I mean it's it's just you know um, as I mean think about it you're a store manager you've worked a double you go home you finally get to sleep and the phone rings you got an alarm call you can't tell the alarm company, well, fuck it, I'm not going up there. You don't get fired if you do. So you, then you got to hop your ass out of bed, drive halfway across town to check, you know, on an alarm call. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what gives? I mean, like, like I said, it, as the quote said, you know, time is the only coin that you have. Spend it wisely or someone else is going to spend it for you. All right, Bebop, we're going to throw down on this. We're about to go down a path. Not everybody in this generation doesn't want to work. I don't know what your stance is on the unemployment, but let me tell you something. 
You know why a lot of these stores and whatnot can't staff right now? Because people are tired of getting treated like shit and don't want to work the job anymore and get paid peanuts to get to be a punching bag. And anybody who cannot see that has a serious fucking problem. You know, the grocery stores need to, like you said, they need to do what they need to do to stay open. If that means a manager who never wants to fucking close has to close, they need to close. So this whole, all these people need to do what they need to do to survive. Well, guess what? If nobody wants to work for them anymore, I guess they need to fucking figure it out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree with that, Steve. I agree with that. Well, well, here's the thing, Bebop. You're classifying an entire generation that doesn't want to work, and I think that's very unfair because do you know everybody in that generation? No. You made a general statement blanketing a whole bunch of people that aren't that way. And that's where people got to be careful. It's, and, and, you know, talking about the unemployment thing, you know, you had a bunch of jackasses all over the Internet and everywhere hiding behind keyboards talking about how everybody who was unemployment was lazy and didn't want to work. And that's not true. But don't classify an entire generation. I'm 50 years old and I could say the same thing, but I know better. Because I've met plenty that aren't that way. So do not dare classify an entire generation of people. That's not right. Yeah, lazy people are lazy. But you know what? As far as grocery stores go, if they have problems hiring people, maybe they should look as to why. Maybe they should pay fucking people more. Maybe they should give them set schedules. Maybe they should give them good benefits. Maybe they should make it worth working there instead of just punching a time clock to get punched or benefits at all right because why why have i been working part-time at a job for over three years and don't get any health insurance or anything so i mean it kind of goes back to like just to get back on the unemployment thing for just a minute the reason this all started was because businesses are having a hard time hiring people and it's all the low-wage jobs it's retail it's grocery it's restaurants Oh, I don't know. The field where people get treated the worst. Maybe they're going to get other jobs elsewhere. And, and it's like I said, there there's a revolution brewing that people don't understand. Low-wage workers have had enough. I mean, just today, I mean, you could laugh about it or whatnot, but you had different areas of the country where McDonald's workers were striking to get $15 an hour. And the immediate blanket statement is, well, only teenagers work there. Do you know the average employee age at McDonald's is like 36 years old? Because they have to do what they have to do to survive. Um, The plan to fix the broken system is the government wants to be involved in everything else in the world. Maybe they need to start regulating retail. Somebody needs to. That's the only way it's going to change. Is a as an higher a higher authority is going to have to hold them accountable, and I'm not talking about a union, because unions on the surface are great, but they're still a money making machine, and they protect good employees as well as lazy employees equally. So there has to be some sort of oversight. I mean, we've got more oversight over the NCAA than we do retail. Think about that for a minute. Yep. I mean, there's more oversight over college sports 
than there is in one of the biggest areas of business in the United States. It comes down, you find people, you institute fines. You were like, okay, well, first of all, you as a country have to go back to the wage issue. All right. And we did the math on the unemployment thing. $15 an hour is not a living wage. Sorry. It's not. Technically speaking, you know, for anybody to work full time with benefits and all that other stuff, you're looking at about 20 bucks an hour for anybody to break even and get ahead. And we're not talking about people getting rich. We're talking about people working hard and being able to enjoy what little bit of life they have outside of work. And if we as, you know, a species don't think that's okay, maybe the aliens do need to come and just take us all home. Let's go. Because we are fucked up. I mean, I'm sorry. We are. Um, and, you know, it, it shit shit you know rolls downhill you know it's it's you know and if you do work 40 hours in retail and you do make 15 dollars an hour but you got kids after you get insurance shit you're better off working part-time because when you start seeing that money come out of those checks you realize that you got this big raise and whatnot and you feel like a big responsible adult and blah 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 and all of a sudden your paycheck ain't shit because you're paying insurance that you're only going to use like once every two years mm-hmm. and you don't get that money back it's not like at the end of the year the insurance company says hey oh thank you for being a member of blue cross blue shield you didn't use any of your insurance so we're not going to charge you next year we're just going to keep what you already paid us but nope that's another that's another rabbit hole. Insurance is a fucking joke, man. Especially you, you young folks that don't ever go to the doctor or whatnot. You know, you might have to go for a broken bone or some shit, but you don't actually use it. And you pay into it for year after year after year after year. That's that's just money you just pissed away. You, you could go five years paying in like these high benefit, you know, premiums or whatnot. And then all of a sudden you have to go to the hospital and somehow, some way you still have to pay money to the hospital. Even though you've had insurance for five years and never used it, where'd all that fucking money go? <laughs> right? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, someone. Exp- I mean, we could do an entire episode on, on on the pyramid scheme that is insurance. That's just that's just ridiculous. Um, there's a revolution. However, at the end of the day, in management, they can find someone to take your job if you don't want it. That's what we're told. And to be honest, a lot of people will blindly go where the money is. Yeah, that's the problem. You know, if you know, there, there's just a lack of accountability at corporations. It's really all it comes down to. You know, we're we're talking about four thousand weeks from the moment you're born to the moment you die at seventy-seven. You only walk this planet, and technically, you don't walk because you know you crawl first. But you only have four thousand weeks on this planet, and after you sleep and after you work. 40 hours a week up until retirement age, you've got roughly, tw- what is it, 2,100 weeks to enjoy? And people want to tell me that companies can't do more? Bullshit. And so what are the companies talking about now? If you read the news, oh, to, in order to answer, you know, the employment crisis, they're going to look at automating everything. Newsflash, if there was no covid they were still looking at automating it anyway. 
because you know now you've got a robot that Boston Dynamics is, has built that can unload 500 boxes an hour off of a truck and can go 18 hours straight on one charge. How many people do you think that's going to replace? How many dock workers are going to lose their jobs? Retail, you, you know, the grocery and retail want to complain. Nobody wants to work. Well, shit. I mean, you're making most all your checkout self-checkout. Maybe nobody wants to work for you because you're just going to get rid of them, you know, for a computer. <laughs> so there's a problem. I mean, honestly, I mean, there's a huge problem. You know. And I speak to the manager. Yeah. Well, oh, oh, trust me. Trust me. There. They're still going to have people manning these these self-checkouts because somebody's got to get yelled at. The manager sure as hell ain't. I'm going to put some 17, 18-year-old cashier out there and let them get treated like shit, you know, because because <laughs> the scale didn't work or something, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean. Oh, no, my banana. Yeah, I mean, and and it's crazy. And then and then people, people are awful. You know, I had a situation where I went through a self-checkout last week, and the cashier was going through pulling out the money cartridges and, and refilling and all this other stuff, and she walked away from the one that she was working on, and that's what I went to go use. And this cashier left a bag of a couple thousand dollars cash sitting right there. Now, if I was a dishonest person, I could have just pocketed that and went on. I got it. I went over to the cat, to the girl and I'm like, uh, you, you might need this. And then, the, you know, all the blood in her face had drawn out. And she's like, oh, my God, thank you. You know, so it was like. It, it's the the whole business is crazy right now. It, it's it's just fucked up. Well, I mean, it's just the stress of having to work every day and something like that. Because I mean, I you know you know my incident, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Keys. Yeah. But sometimes you know you just do the same thing over and over and over so many hours a day that your brain just goes completely brain dead trying to do it. Right. You just will do some just crazy things like that. That can like really cost. That could cost you your job. Mm-hmm. That could cost you a lot of things. You can, and it's just unfortunate. Yeah, like, and then you'll be made fun of, or you know, ten years later, still for the same thing every now and again. But you know, that's besides the point. <laughs> well, that's besides the point. You know, it's one of those things. Uh, the Irish Connection says, "Oh, the culture has to change." Even during the pandemic, staff in retail were treated like shit. The idea that retail is just for teens that need to learn how to get a real job is horrendous. And and you know, Irish Connection here in the United States—that's really a lot of the un- unemployment thing. That was a lot of the attitude that was put out there. You know, there are jobs out there that people are working that. Oh, those are just for teenagers. No, it's not. It goes back to what Bebo said: you do what you have to do to survive. And it's just unfair to think that everybody that works at McDonald's is, you know, 17 years old. No, they're not. You got a real world adults working there. It might be their third job that they have. They might be to working two other jobs because corporations and a capitalistic society refuses to let them get ahead. Oh, no, we can't eat any profit margins. Oh, hell no. Hell no. If you need to work three jobs, well, that's your own fault. We're not going to take any accountability for that whatsoever. 
Uh, retail is an unforgiving mistress. It ult- mistress it ultimately takes more than it gives. That is for damn sure. Um, it doesn't really give anything good, Maiden. That's true, too. It, what it gives you is mental illness, and what it gives you is a total and complete disdain for humanity because you realize how shitty people really are. And, you know, from a work-life balance, guys, I mean, think about this. I mean, this this is why there needs to be change, all right? If you're going to give half of your life away to work for a company, whether it be a retailer, a major corporation, an advertising firm, whoever it is, know your worth and get something out of them because you're dedicating basically half of your life. And if you can't walk away from doing that, feeling satisfied with what you do, that coin from that quote, you're letting somebody else spend for you. Know your worth. Spend your time wisely. And, you know, help be a beacon of change to make the, the people that are really the problem accountable for it. Because until until somebody clamps down on these businesses, you know, and it makes a change on them. They're going to continue to do it. Just going to continue. And and that's a shame. Because I'm here to tell you, they wanted to whine about unemployment because nobody wanted to come work for them. I'm telling you right now, mark this day down. We'll have a conversation in the future. People are still not going to go work for them after the unemployment thing is done. Because people are tired of being treated like shit. And people are tired of giving up so much of their own personal time for nothing. Period. I know I am. Yep. I mean, you know, it's... I mean, and it's understandable. You've had to literally give your life to retail. Mm -hmm. Like a good portion of your life. I mean... To retail. I mean, think about it. You know, it's... Like I said, hold on. Irish connection. We also don't need people to go to college until they're almost thirty as a default. That's a big issue here. Ever try to train a thirty-year-old at their first job? <laughs> yeah, well, that too. Colleges at this point are another ripoff. I mean, really and truly, unless you're going into a very specialized field, degrees really don't mean shit these days. They really don't. That, that's what's so sad. And, you know, and Hero, Hero summed it up. They're, they're looking for a new batch of folks willing to settle. And that's the problem with all this is there's plenty of people that will settle because they've just been beat down and they'll settle, you know. And I, I have such a disdain for it now. Because like I said, I mean, how many of you guys have ever, you know, thought about how old you are and, and how long you've worked in those, those kind of things. Look, we'll, we'll go back through these again. I just, cause I think it's important. All right. You know, if you live to be 77 years old, we'll just go on weeks, you know, that's 4,015 weeks, man, 4,015 weeks. Right. I mean, yeah, that's, that's crazy. And then when you factor in sleep and work, where did your time go? After sleeping and working, you only really have 2,200 weeks of free time. Now, mind you, 
That's 2,200 weeks of free time, but that's time that you're raising kids. That's time that you're, you know, doing other stuff too. That is a responsibility. Life is short, man. And because of that, because there's no value put on people's time is why these retailers get away with what they do. Someone has to hold them accountable to make them understand that every employee that works for them, their time is important to them. And that 24 hours a day, they do not need to be dedicated to the logo on the front of that building. When you're off, you're off. If you're scheduled off, if it's your, if you're, if it's your day off, and you got a manager that all of a sudden somebody called out and they call you, they tell you, you need to get to work. So-and-so called out and that manager ain't going to cover a shift. You can tell that manager, go fuck himself. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And, you know, it's, it's just my perception on all this is, is, is so different now. And yeah, Hero and I had a talk and she's right. You know, if I was still in the business or whatnot, I might have a little bit different you know, attitude, being a manager and being like, not being able to hire anybody or whatnot. But I would hope that even if I was at that, you know, point that I could still rationalize the fact, well, I mean, hell, why would somebody want to? And do, and do I really blame them? You know, because it's an ugly business. I mean, it, it's, it's all it is, you know, anything that is a brick and mortar place that sells things, the people that you never see that run the business, they don't care about you. Hell, and customers think that they care about them. They don't care about them either. All they're caring about is that building stays open, the amount of hours it's supposed to, and money goes into the till, and that's it. They can give a shit less about anything else. Your private life outside of work should be your private life outside of work. And I'm sorry. A manager should not be able to, and and we're all guilty if we're managers, we've done it, but we know it shouldn't have been right. You should not be texting employees saying, hey, can you come to work? That is not technically an official work communication. Just like employees shouldn't be texting their manager saying, I'm not coming in today, I'm sick. You need to pick up the fucking phone and call. I I was about to say that. I was about to say that. I mean, it works both ways, you know. Yep. But. Shouldn't be able to text me, can I come in early, but I can't text you and say I'm not gonna be yeah, make and and here's the thing, you gotta wonder. Sure. Let's say you just need a day. Let's just say you've had enough, and you you need a day to unwind. And nobody's gonna give you the time off, so you decide to call in. It's that same fear of punishment, and it's that same fear of asking for some time off that makes you hide behind a text instead of picking up the phone and call. And imagine, Steve, if you tried to call and the manager just hung up on you. The man or like, hung up on you or cussed you out and told you to get your ass up there, blah, blah, blah. That's the thing. You know, um, it, it's it's awful. I mean, I, I don't care. I'll just say it. That's exactly what happened to me, Steve. What? That is that I just got hung up on. I was just like, I, I just I'm not doing it today. I, I, I mean, hey, look, and I, I, I was not one of those managers, but there are plenty out there who you need to give me X amount of notice on such and such, and I'll accept it no other way. 
but if the manager need these managers do not practice what they preach, they do not behave the same way they expect people to behave. And that shit pisses me off. Right. That shit pisses me and off. And to the employees that they're scared of, mm-hmm. if they call out. Yep. Well, oh, no, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But let you be a hard worker. You call out like with slightly with it, uh, not within those parameters. Oh, boy. That's when people get pissed at you. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's the thing. I mean, I have a really big issue. The fuck today. Heroes done it. Iron Maiden's done it. Russell, you've done it. Irish Connection, you've done it. You know, how many times do we have to pick up the slack and, and work a double shift or do something on our day off because somebody else wouldn't cover, all right? We've done it. But let me tell you something. Those managers out there that don't do that shit, y'all suck, and y'all are assholes, and y'all don't deserve to have keys. Y'all don't deserve to have a title. If you're not willing to just do a little bit outside of your comfort zone, fuck off. Just lead by example. How can you expect yeah. somebody to respect you and do what you want them to do if they know for if you won't do right, it, we, we've talked about this before. You know, like you don't tell somebody to clean the bathroom if they've never seen you clean the bathroom, or they think you wouldn't. Yep. You know, it's yeah, exactly. it's, it's just like you know, why should I close for you because you never fucking close, even though you should. No. And then these managers, course, these managers get all pissed off. Like, I don't understand why anybody don't like me. I don't understand why nobody wants to work for me. Maybe because you're an asshole. <laughs> Steve, yeah. what you just said literally sounds like my most recent editor. Oh, really? Almost word for word. Because as one time, I just made a joke at him. Cold winter night, trailer full of rugs. You know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah. I've went on and on about that before. I just made a little joke at him. He's like, my hands are cold. I was like, well, come on in here in this rug trailer with me. Do some work. Move a couple. You'll feel good. Yep. He said, that's what I got y'all for. Y'all are the workers. See, I'm the one that just leaves. That's some bullshit. And I was like, great. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> great. Here's the thing. You you make me really want to work for you, man. Like, here, you're a great example. Here, here's the thing. He he made a he lied because he's a boss. He's not leading. There's a big difference there. Leading is get I mean, leading is getting in that truck and getting dirty with you guys. Boss, there, bossing is saying what he said. There's one thing to joke back and say something like that, but when you mean it wholeheartedly, like and when because I was just joking myself, yeah. I don't expect the boss to do my job for me. I don't expect that. When I go to work, I'm going to do my work and I'm going to do it 100 percent and I'm going to take pride Look, in what I did. Here. Case in point of having lazy people that work for you and district leadership that doesn't care either. I'll never forget. I was off work at the home decor store. You know where I'm going with this. The fuck today. And we had a truck show up. It, it, it snowed. It was my day off. And my wonderful piece of shit assistant manager called the DM said, we ain't got nobody here to unload it, even though they did. And my DM calls me and tells me to get up there and unload this truck. It was a 52-foot semi stacked floor-to-ceiling, yeah. and I unloaded it by myself. Yeah. You know, he couldn't get on the phone with the, the assistant manager and say, well, look, you need, you guys need to figure it out. I will I will say this. One time I tried to call out to Steve because of a new Call of Duty game. <laughs> Remember this, Steve? No, but knowing you and figuring it had to do with the game, I'm pretty sure it didn't go well. I was like, 
Steve, I'm not feeling good. You say, yeah, because you was up all night playing Call of Duty Black Ops, wasn't you? Going to work. Hours are short. And I was like, ah, he caught me. But you know what? <laughs> but but that, that's an important thing. As a manager, you need to take the time to learn your people individually. Sometimes it yep. works in your favor. Sometimes it doesn't. But you, well, I mean, that's why I'm. That's why I'm still yeah. friends with you yeah. to this day, Steve. Well, our, our Alabama friend, God. I mean, we. That's been how many years now, Alex? Almost ten. A decade. A, a decade, and we talk just about every other day, and have ever since. Mm-hmm. You know, Biba, you're part of that crew too. Jeff Pesos, Big Red Colossus, when he decides to pop up, Nando is <laughs> trash. You know, um, yeah. I mean, decent people hang with decent people. And then we get, and then we talk about the people that we had that weren't decent because they sucked, you know, and they didn't suck because, you know, they didn't do everything we told them. They sucked just because they were lazy, you know, um, correct. There's a difference between a manager and a leader and you know, it's, it is what it is, but you know, for you guys that are still in the business, I mean, it's under it. You have to understand that your work life balance is important. I mean, look, 30 years in the business really changed me and it didn't change me for the good hero will tell you I was a much different person when she met me. But as I continued down this path, I, I mean, she's right. I am just about as emotionally detached as any human being could be because of this mess. And she's right. And, and, you know, there's not many times I've ever, you know, been right versus her. But she's right about this one. I mean, it changes you. For, and if you don't get out in a proper time frame, it's going to ruin you for life. It makes you short with everybody. I mean, you get you get frustrated. You know, your kid might be babbling and, and he don't mean anything about it. He's just being a kid. And you're like, shut up. <laughs> Fifteen years ago, I wasn't like that. You know, it, it's just like that's what it does to you. And, you know, it's, it's just not worth it. And when you go back and you look at the numbers and you look at how long you're alive on this planet, if you're lucky enough to make it 77 years old, man, there's a bunch of us who have wasted a lot of our life for not really great money. We've neglected our families. We've abused ourselves mentally. We've abused ourselves physically. We found ourselves in pills or bottles or whatever to cope for 2,200 weeks. When you look at that, the trade-off's just not there. Your family's more important than anything you'll ever experience at work. You know, I I was going down that path where I want to make X amount of money because I want these things or or the money's just not worth it to me anymore. I don't care. I just need enough money to get by. That's it. That's it. You know, if I have enough money to get a video game here or there, great. If I don't, as long as I'm eat, eating and the bills are paid, fine. I don't care anymore. And I would ask each of you, if you're in a position of management, stop caring because you are wasting your life. You know, Irish Connection really a while back sent me an email about different topics or whatnot. And this is kind of one of the ones he talked on, you know, he, he brought up is, I mean, look at the stuff you miss. Now I cannot, my memory is not so good. All right. 
I don't think that I've really missed anything major in retail, you know, in my life. But there's a lot of people that have. There's people that's missed birthdays. There's people that's missed anniversaries, sporting events, things like that. Is that job you have really worth it? You know, let's say you got a kid that's playing baseball, hits his first home run. You weren't able to go, but your kid hits his first home run and you couldn't go because your DM told you you had to make sure that you had to work since nobody else would. Is it worth it? Or even if you're on the associate side of things and you're just scheduled and you try to call out, but no, 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 you better make it work or else you're fired. Uh, Iron Maiden says, and then, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Iron Maiden says at the end of the day, I think we all know that there isn't a good work-life balance in retail and grocery. That's correct. So there needs to be a change in that. You know, Russell brought it up earlier in the chat. And this is something hero and I've talked about. There's a lot of countries that have started adopted this up four day work week. You work four 10 hour shifts and you get three, three days off. And I think that's the proper way to go. To be honest with you, I think everybody would not mind working a 10 hour shift if they got three days off a week. And then a lot of this stuff would start to balance out. So what's so hard about that? You know, I could see associates getting it, but the problem is no retailer will commit to making that happen for a manager. It'd be like, okay, well, you're scheduled for four 10-hour shifts and you get three days off, but if somebody calls out, you have to work one of those three days. That's not how that works. You know, we, I think, you know, there's retail, there's districts. I think you should have floating employees that fill in holes. You could pay them a decent wage. You, they're trained as a manager so or a key carrier, and you float them around to cover that stuff. I think the money that you save in the long term with people with the amount of turnover you have would be tremendous. You know, it's it's just one of those deals. And, you know, but I think if retail and grocery adopted a full-time schedule, the, the big thing is managers. The biggest problem is salary positions still need to be capped at 40. That's the problem because in retail, that whole, they don't pay you what you're worth just enough to keep you. They give you a salary that looks good on paper that when you break up the hours that you work, you're not making shit. It still needs to be capped. And and retailers believe that if they're going to pay you a salary, they should be allowed to work you 50 hours or more a week. No, they shouldn't. You know, uh, in retail for people that work in it long term, the discussion needs to be more about work-life balance rather than the wages. You can't buy memories. Correct. Um, wages are always going to be an issue, unfortunately, because we let corporations run away with what their profit margins are and raise the cost of living. That's another thing that needs to be regulated, but you're right. It, you know, um, peace of mind, time away is more important than the wage a hundred percent. And, you know, it, it's, we crossed the Rubicon when retailers started to open up on Thanksgiving or hell when they started to open up on Easter. For years, places were closed on Easter. Once retailers, you know, dip their toe in the pool as far as opening for major holidays and the and, and people went along with it, you just gave these companies the ability to abuse everybody they have, you know? 
So, and, and some of us were complicit. I mean, if you're one of those people that shop on those days, if you shop on Thanksgiving, it's your fault. Because if nobody shopped on Thanksgiving, I promise you, they wouldn't be open. They're not going to open the store to make no money. So, you know, it is what it is. So, um, this is this has been interesting this evening. Um, I mean, Steve, I do got something I got to say. Go ahead. I'm not going to lie. I am one of those type of people that <laughs> I, I do like to go in for Black Friday sales and whatnot. I'm not going to lie. Black Friday's different. Black Friday's always been a thing. I'm talking about. I mean, I'm, if it's just Friday, not one of these deals where they start Black Friday sales on Thursday. No, Black Friday's always been a thing. And oh, just wait, this Black Friday coming up, we will have a, an entire episode on Black Friday. So get your stories ready because I'm going to need them. Um, but yeah, I mean, it used to be gas stations were the only thing open on holidays because if you're going to Mima's house, you gotta get gas. That was one good thing they did last year, 2020. Yeah, with the pandemic, a lot of them closed down. A lot of them closed down. That yeah. that actually was really nice. It really was. And but you know what? Just like the 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 meme is right now, you know, in 2020, retail and grocery workers and heroes now they're punching bags this year. The they'll yep. the, the greed will get get a hold of them again, and they'll open back up. But oh. Oh, I promise you, there'll be another Thursday doorbuster this year. I will not be participating. Do you know how many people on Sundays would come in and say, it's such a shame you have to work on Sunday? Uh, yeah. Um, and that's the other thing, too, is, you know, in some parts of the South, for years, and, I, and I'm old enough to remember this, they had this thing called Blue Laws. Stores couldn't open up before noon on Sunday. Yeah, it's been gone for a while now. So, you know, it's, it, you know, and, um, I guess that's what happens, you know, money talks, bullshit walks. So, but anyway, guys, this has been a fun one. It's been another rant filled one. Remember you're only on this planet 4,000 weeks, make it count. You're born at point a, you die at point B. What you do in between is what matters. And don't let that in between be selling your soul to a retailer who will drop you at the drop of a hat and replace you with somebody else. So everybody, Alex, you know, kind of pleaded to me that he wouldn't be able to stay past much past nine because he's got to go play video games. We see where his dedication is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, boy, your boy is trying to make it on an esports team or something. Lord of mercy. All right, everybody, have a great night. We will see you Monday on Misfit Lounge. Don't know what that's going to be. Could be trivia, could be guitars, could be whatever. Um, I do want to go ahead and say this real quick, though. We're going to have a Monday here really soon, Alex. That's all UFOs. Yep, I'm ready for it. You better, because it's coming. Yep. No, I know. So, I know. so everybody have a good night. And, I'm about to be made a believer of, and uh, I'll figure out what we're going to do Wednesday, but Monday ought to be fun. Um, everybody have a good night and we will see you next time.